Game over, man. Game over. How can they cut the power, man? They're animals. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, we're going to get to that guy. Bill we're Paxton. Gonna, we're going to get to that guy. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Franchise Unpacked. This is your host, Zachary. And this is David. I don't <laughs> have go. any more David. I tried David Ree. <laughs> you did try David Ree once, and it worked. It did. It worked. Um, so before we dive into things, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are yeah. you, Zach? There's been some I'm, exciting news. There has been. You guys, I am proud to say it. I am an engaged man. She's making him uh, an honest man. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I proposed this last weekend, which will be several weekends ago for you guys. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. but no, the I... Beginning I, of I, July. Yeah, I, I proposed. She said yes. Yes. Uh, and it's uh, yeah. That's the. Important I wish thing. it was like we got through and they're like, but she said no. Yeah, uh, but uh, bad, bad that's weekend. That's the news. <laughs> that is the news. I'm, uh, I am no, crushed. that's you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Joining so much. the ranks. I know. The engaged it's, uh, man. It was. It was just a blast. So I'm just feeling super thankful for that. I'm in a good mood. Yes. Uh, and, okay. So this is really not to be like TMI to our audience. Um, so Dave and I share something. Uh, we both have some some acid reflux. Oh we're, yeah, because we're old men. We're uh, like that. Super, did you see the new Incredibles? No, there I didn't. was a superhero with us. Oh really? Superpower <laughs> was magma acid oh, reflux. God. So it was. Oh. Yeah. Well, and, and it's so funny too because, like, on last week's episode, you guys might have noticed, like, I didn't talk a lot, and that's because, yeah, like, a little I was, quiet. <laughs> I was struggling, and and it just. And today, you know what? The reason I bring it up is because today we're both feeling great. We're we both, are. We're feeling good. We're ready to talk. Feeling we're good. ready to not spit up acid. Hopefully, the storms um, will subside for a little bit. We're getting those summer storms yeah, here in the night we, now. We legitimately set up to start recording on my laptop because I was like, I don't trust. Safety I, I, yeah, I don't trust my computer to not lose power and, and die out. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, here. so that's that's the quick update. Um, we're here. Yeah, we're other exciting news. We are now uh, being uh, advertising. We're advertising Audible now. Uh, yeah. So for, in for case folks. you guys missed you know, yeah. last week's episode, um, there is a mini episode as well, kind of going into a little bit. Yep, that we'll be yep. releasing. So, um, and I guess we can kind of just give a little little name yeah, drop why here. Not? Yeah. So, uh, the cool thing uh, with this sponsorship, I mean, I personally, I don't know, and I, I mean this genuinely, I don't have a lot of time to sit down and read anymore. No, no neither um, do I. So it's nice, you know. Audible has uh, just an unmatched number of uh, of audio books, and I mean, even even more resources than just that, but. Uh, it's great. You can just throw them out in the car. And, and it's awesome. Any of your favorite books, if you uh, – luckily, I have a position at work where I can listen to my – have my headsets in. Yeah. You can listen to any book you've been dying to, you know, read, any book you yeah. might have already read and loved. And the cool thing is, too, you can get books that are either, you know, narrated by their author, so you are hearing things right. how they are meant to be read, uh, or they have amazing actors, famous actors and actresses. Oh, yeah. Even, you know, not the, just for books that they might have turned into a movie. I'm talking, you know, they get people in from, you know, yeah, all over, yeah. comedians. It's and, phenomenal. Uh, and so the way to do that, you guys, and it helps us out a ton, too. It does. The way to do that, if you go to audibletrial.com slash franchise unpacked, you can sign up there. It gives you a free audiobook yeah. with that. It so, starts you with one free audiobook, yeah. 30 day trial. Yep. Totally free. And then it's, yeah, it, it's really great. And like we said, it's summertime. You're at the beach, at the pool. You got a book. You don't have to have a book getting wet now at the water. Exactly. So, yeah, so that's just, I don't know. That's, it's super exciting. It's for really us. cool. Uh, I'm sure you guys have heard about Audible before. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a really great service. You know, like we said, if if you don't have time to read, if you can't read, it's okay. I can't yeah. read either. I, I struggle. Just, <laughs> I struggle. You know, it's just they uh, it's it's great. You listen to the yeah. car, listen to the beach. So it's, summertime. It's, just, it's, it's been all good news. You know, we, yeah. so we get this. We got a sponsor. 
got engaged. We're both feeling good. We're feeling ready, good. We Looking are ready good. to pack a punch. Let's do it. With today's episode. Or unpack uh, a punch. Uh, oh, I, see what you did I there. I did it. And I'm proud I of you. I did it. All right, uh, that's it, folks. We'll yeah, see you next time. <laughs> we'll start playing the bum, That bum, was. Bum, bum, <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Uh, but yeah, so this week we are unpacking Alien, the franchise. Yes, yes. We, It was funny because we were... We were in a debate of how to title this episode. We're like, do we call it Aliens? Do we call it Alien versus Predator? Do we call it Alien? Do we like how, how do we? Oh, I dump think the Alien might be the safest. I think Alien is the safest. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of like the very the initial. It's like Star Wars, the right. very first title, right. very first. You know, people know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So, uh, which I gotta say, I did not have a ton of experience with this franchise prior to a few years ago. Really, the first Alien movie that I saw was prometheus oh weird yeah, <laughs> yeah i saw that uh, and, then, and and i i mean i know that movie catches flack for some good reasons but i uh, i will give it credit though it interested me enough in the franchise that i immediately went out and started seeking out the alien franchise well, so yeah we'll get in did you then go and watch the very first movie yes okay I good because I, I was right hoping you prometheus did. to alien so you can definitely see the oh complete juxtaposition of those films yeah, however yeah. like the leading it you know there's a lot and we'll get into it because right, that right they, it was confusing for me but i in my research it was you know a little bit more clear i guess so <laughs> and i want to be up front with everybody so i've seen prometheus okay i've seen alien okay and i've seen aliens good i i think at one point i may have seen alien versus predator <sighs> but man that was a long time ago Woof. i honestly don't it was it was so long ago, and it made so little of an impression that I don't remember it. That's okay. At all. That like, is okay. At all. You've seen the first two. Yeah. Uh, the best, I would say. In the, oh, they were you know, incredible. Definitely yeah. the best. Three and Resurrection, not so great. Isn't and we'll get three into those the as one well. that kind of became infamously bad? Like infamously it was... bad. David Fincher's first film, Out of Music Videos. Okay. He was a music video director, and it was kind of well, his it first wasn't foray. It, there was one Alien movie that I remember that had... Basically, the director wiped his name from it, and I think it might have been three. I think it was like it was David Fincher and someone else. I could be wrong. There, but there were was... um, uh, since David Fincher has taken his name off of it. Yeah, that is correct. Okay. He has because there, there is himself. a. Uh... Well, they even released a. Uh, I think they call it a. Uh, a spe- there's a special cut, not a director's cut, like a. Right. Um, I, uh, industrial cut or something they right. called it well, and it's ever... got 38 extra minutes and, and like and they even changed it uh like scenes there were different scenes completely filmed with like well, different results. there's a I, I forget what the name is but apparently there's a director name that when directors don't want their name attached to a film they use that name and it's like oh yes i, I forget the name of it but uh it's like it's, it's basically Stephen it's, king also has his uh yeah, what they write on a pseudonym or not yeah but it's, it's like it's like a collective pseudonym yeah yeah uh, it's like a very obvious i think johnny depp actually used it as well when he really? acted in something that he did yeah so yeah, it's just i've heard of that and I, I that's been a little bit of a snafu with the franchise but that's I, the thing is it's going to happen when you have a franchise with multiple directors over the course of so many years as well, where they're right. waiting so long in between well, in iterations. the eighties, the nineties, the, the early two thousands. Yeah. I mean, hot mess of time periods. Yeah, truly, especially, especially for, for film. film. Yeah, like that was <laughs> that, that, yeah, that was when you know the transition from film to digital was happening. That was when visual effects yeah. and digital CGI effects. CGI was born. Yeah, it was starting to become more Which mainstream. is kind of amazing. If you, I didn't even really think about that, that this franchise has seen just as experienced and seen the birth 
and been part of yeah. the birth of so yeah. much technology. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it did get its start. We'll, we'll let's start at the beginning, yeah, yeah. which is a very good place to start. Um, <laughs> uh, it is 1979. Yep. Uh, 20th Century Fox, they were looking for a movie. You know, they had already had the hit with Star Wars in 77. Uh, Star Trek was like a big thing as well. People were like, hey, you know, we need the sci-fi this is a huge thing. We've got to get into this. Right. Uh, there were uh, it was originally written by uh, Dan, O'Bra- uh, Dan O'Bannon, excuse me, and Ronald Shusett. Uh You may recognize the name Dan O'Bannon. He was the head writer on um, uh, Dark Crystal. I'm sorry, Dark Star, Dark Star, not okay. Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal's, uh, um, I believe, like Lucasfilms and stuff. OK, uh, but or it's Henson Corporation. One of those things. Oh, but, I think it is Henson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Dark Star, yeah, it was a, it was a 1974 film, a sci-fi movie. He wanted to develop more of these ideas, sci-fi action films, uh, but a little bit even more with a little bit more grit to him, a little right, more right. you know military aspect. So he collaborated with a the Ronald Shusett, uh, who had an O'Bannon. You also might recognize him. He also wrote Gremlins. Okay, which they originally the Shusett and O'Bannon wanted it to be basically a movie like Gremlins on a World War Two bomber. So interesting. Beast, something that can is foreign to you, attacks you in a right in close space that you cannot get out of because if you do, you will also die. Like you You are trapped. I'm going to I'm going to make myself comfortable here while we're recording. If you hear the microphone bumping around, it's because I'm I'm lounging. I'm going lounge mode. Please lounge lounge it out. Uh, They originally had called the uh, script Star Beast. Star Beast? Yeah, so Alien would have originally oh, been called gracious. Star Beast. <laughs> Can you uh, imagine? Like, but, they would have had to put that in the movie. Like, what, what's out there? Someone takes off their sunglasses. Yeah. It's the Star Beast. Yeah. Like, that's... And I, I, I sort of misspoke. 20th Century Fox bought the script, invested millions in it because of the success they had with Star Wars. They knew oh, it was hot. So, okay, yeah, they, they okay. purchased it once it was optioned. Yeah. To, and I think they might have optioned it to him right away because well, they knew they were in the sci-fi. And I mean, I don't, I don't want to jump to the second film in the franchise right out of the gate. Sure. But uh, did you hear about how how James Cameron pitched aliens? No. And I don't know if this is just speculation, but I could see it happening. I would not be surprised. Uh, apparently, he walked into the, the room and uh, there was a, a board that had uh, alien written on it. He walked up to it wrote an S and then put like cash symbols over the S huh. like to make it. A, and, and like, and that was his pitch was like, let me make this movie. Yeah. It's going to make money. And, and that was like all he did. And, and apparently they, the, the way that I heard it put, um, and I, I, I apologize. I can't remember the YouTube channel name, but uh, they said it took about eight seconds for him to pitch. <laughs> aliens. I believe it. Yeah. I mean, well, they knew uh, we'll, and we'll get into aliens in a little bit, but I think they knew they're like, well, we're hiring an action director. We're hiring right. this guy who did like Terminator and all that stuff. Yeah. So we got to amp up. He's going to bring action to this franchise because I wouldn't yeah. call the first movie an action movie. It's a it's a sci fi horror. Yeah. Like thriller. Strong almost. thriller. Yeah, horror. Yeah. yeah. And then the second one's an action thriller. I would say sci fi right. action thriller. Uh, but they knew what they were doing. So he's like, well, you can't just have one if you've got Marines. Exactly. Well, what was your experience? Like, what, oh, yeah. What, yeah. What, my, what was your my brother introduced me to the series? Okay. Um, I, I think we'd watched them. On TV, you know, kind of when the dumbed down versions, whenever they right. were on and reruns. But then he got the Quadrilogy DVD set. Oh, okay. So there yeah, was yeah. nine discs over the course for four, for four movies, for all the four OG movies. Uh, nine discs? Nine discs. Each one had a special features disc, so we watched the crap out of that oh, stuff. Oh, of course. And w- this also came out right when I believe the first Alien vs. Predator game came out for computer. Okay. So it was kind of, there was a lot of Alien. I was being yeah. inundated with a lot of Alien. 
And I just fell in love with it because in it's it's very interesting that 20th Century Fox produced both it and Star Wars because and you can just tell that they appreciate designers so well. H.R. Right. Geiger, uh, we'll bring him up a lot. He's the artist behind the whole look, basically, of right. the, the creature, the alien structures, anything. It's very extremely gra- almost graphically sexual in nature. Well, and some of the design, like the alien ship, like in the very first one, when they yeah. go on to the alien ship to discover the eggs, the um, uh, the jockey ship, they call them the space right. jockeys. It's almost like he designed the hallways to look like almost like uh, sex organs. And, and yeah, like there yeah. were, you know, gross, almost sexual, weird dark wet very very round edges no hard yeah so it was a very tubey and very visceral kind of almost like you were stuck in these organs it was almost like like, yeah if it was an alien structure it was almost alive itself and one of the other interesting uh design choices with the uh with the xenomorphs themselves uh or as uh as shelby called them when we were watching xeno uh xenoids (laughs) but uh is that they don't uh they don't have eyes yeah xenomorphs yeah and it was an, it was a very intentional decision uh, to build tension and terror because they wanted you to not like they wanted you as the audience member and the people on screen to not know where the alien was looking. Oh, yeah. They wanted it to be something where it's like they can feel you there. They can sense you. And it's so lurking. much scarier because it's like it's like when somebody's wearing sunglasses and you don't know if they're staring you down or not. Yeah. They wanted that feel for the xenomorphs. Yeah, it. And oh man, did they nail it? Well, the whole let's and we'll kind of get into it for anyone who hasn't really seen Alien or knows much about it. Uh, the original story is about um, this crew of a uh, they're space haulers, basically think space truckers on the, right. uh, the Nostromo. It's this big ship called the Nostromo, and um, it takes place at the end of the 21st century. Uh, and what it is uh, to Space travel and space freighting is like a big thing now in in the future, you know. Right. And it takes months to years to get to locations. So a lot of these take place. The uh, the first two movies start with people in cryogenic like sleep, like a hyper sleep sort of situation. And there is always usually an android walking around taking care of the ship while everything is, you know, where they're all asleep. Right. Yeah. In the the hypersleep. In the first movie, they get an alert. They get woken up out of their hypersleep six months early from Earth. They're on their way back with a haul. Okay. There, and uh, there's a distress signal in a planet. I'm, I'm saying, okay, like yeah. I haven't watched it. I'm like, <laughs> there's a, a distress signal from a planet labeled LV 426. They, you know, there's always like, no, we shouldn't go. We should go. Like, right, it's a distress right. signal. They go. This distress signal has been playing for, I don't even know how long they figure out it's been repeating, you know, and yeah. uh, they land there. They all, uh, a crew goes like idiots onto the surface in their little space right. suits. They go into this alien ship. They discover the carcass of a, what has been dubbed the space jockey or in um, the covenant, the creators or whatever. The That's big, in Prometheus, right? In Prometheus. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah. 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 The, 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 the architects, the architects and whatnot. Yeah. It's one of their ships. They've been, something happened though. They're all dead in it. Or there's a skeleton of one with its, right. a hole in its chest. They discover a room filled with eggs. And you know what you do when you discover alien eggs? You get really close to them and look at them with your face. Yep, exactly. Suddenly the egg (laughs) opens. A spider-like creature with a long tail attaches itself to the face of the uh, one of the crew members um, who. uh, Oh, it's John Hurt, who uh, is the 
John, <laughs> he's the uh, bad guy in V for Vendetta. Oh, okay. he, um, yeah, yeah. In the movie Spaceballs at the very end when he eats the soup and the chest person comes yeah, out, yeah. that's him. Really? Okay. Yeah, then he goes, <laughs> not again. And it happens to him. They're like, what did he have? The soup. Check, please. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So uh, and then so what happens is the uh, the that is called the face hugger, the spider like creature with the tentacle. What it does, it attaches your, itself to your face, shoves a tentacle tube organ down your throat yep. into your chest cavity, lays an egg. Then in about 24 hours, falls off of your face and dies. Yep. It does keep you alive while it's attached to your face. It yeah. feeds you. It keep, It's like basically an oxygen mask, keeps you breathing, and con- but in an unconscious state while it lays the egg. About, it falls off your face. And then about, I believe, it kind of varies depending on yeah. which movie you're watching. But in the first movie, it's within hours of it falling off of the crew member's face that uh, right. they all go to eat. And he starts convulsing. Fun. And then out of his chest bursts the chest burster. Yeah. Fun fact about the very first time they showed this scene when they're yes. all eating. No one. They hadn't showed any any of the actors the effects. No they didn't idea. know what it was going to look like. And they just had him on the table. Chest I, heard that, bursting. I heard they didn't even know what was going to happen. No. This like, thing burst out of the puppet chest. Yeah. Sprayed blood on everybody. There's the one actress who's not Sigourney Weaver. And I forgot her name. Yeah. And she screams. She screams. That is all a real reaction. That is the first and I think only take they did of that scene. And it's all real reactions and it's great. But so a chest burster then pops out of your chest, eats its way through your heart and through your chest cavity, by the way, killing you in the process. Um, And it's like a little snake thing pops out about a couple, maybe foot to two feet long. It wiggles away, starts eating. And over the course of about 24 to 48 hours, this thing then will grow to full size. Yeah, becoming a xenomorph. Xenomorph, which is the large black tube bodied. Yeah, squid looking. They hired a circus performer uh, to play the very first A Nigerian circus performer. A Nigerian circus performer who's over like seven foot or close to seven feet. And he was young, wasn't he? He was like. Yeah, they uh, saw him. It was kind of like a Chewbacca thing. They saw him, I think, sitting in their hotel, which was kind of the same thing as. uh, Peter Mayhew, RIP. Uh, but yeah, they saw him like he, it was very skinny, very tall. And yeah, it just looked very, like a very freaky stature to see, especially in like a dark hallway. Right. And then, and then of course he became iconic, iconic. Yeah. Um, And then you get a whole bunch more of these things. And the cool thing is about aliens, just that, that's the, uh, what a xenomorph looks like if it attaches itself to a human. Right. And it can change. Even from human to human, depending on who, based off slightly, but based off the species, right? It, uh, in Alien Three, depending on which cut you're watching, in the theatrical cut, it attaches itself to a dog, and the runner comes out, and it's like a right. skinny, tiny little right. one that's fast and vicious. Uh, but in the director's cut thing that we talked about, it actually attaches itself to a ox that the butcher's bringing in. Oh, and then they have it hanging up, ready to be butchered. And then you see the chestburster pop out of this yeah. carcass. So it's kind of, but still to be the same runner. So if it yeah. attached, if it, there's gorilla ones, they've mentioned well, in lore. I, I, I had heard stuff. that yeah. when they were when they were doing those designs, even if it was just varying from person to person, they would have small changes, and it was unclear whether or not that was intentional. But it was almost saying like you like they're inheriting some genetic traits. Yeah from their host which would make sense absolutely yeah uh, it's like a it's like a half you and know little things got it's acid like blood interracial if you think about it yeah. inner, inner genetics yeah and um and there it is a terrifying enemy because yeah. you can't blast it with a shotgun because it's acid blood will yes. kill you and you, it has very tough skin as well yeah. it's got armored yeah. skin and if it, you do break it that's acid at your face right and uh and there is only one known actual predator of the of the xenomorphs and it's not mentioned in any of the movies 
It's in, uh, I believe, the comic books. Okay. Uh, and it's unnamed. It's actually called like unnamed species or something like that. Uh, and it's this. It's weird. It's like a like a pink, fleshy looking. Uh, it, it almost looks like a big crocodile mixed hmm. with like a dog. It's weird. And it shouldn't be a thing, but apparently Are they saying it's on the home planet or the, yeah, well, because then that gets into really weird stuff. Once you get into covenant and right. Uh, well, and that's why I, the, I think that the comics took a little bit of Liberty, but it is Canon technically. Well, they also say the aliens are the, 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 the predator is technically put, well, that's, is the reason why the aliens were on earth. It's they, their hunting grounds. Or right. Whatever. It's matched, but t- apparently the <laughs> matched only, and dumb. yeah, <laughs> apparently the only, uh, the only actual predator of the alien is uh, is this unnamed species, and and the reason is is because they're they have something that makes them immune to the acid blood, so they sure. can just walk up and you know eat chomp. them basically. Yeah. yeah, and they're about the same size as a xenomorph okay. as well. So it's just so. another dumb looking alien. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, do you know why? Little side note: why uh, Alien versus Predator became a thing? Why they even tied the no, two franchises no. together? In Predator Two, starring Danny Glover, at the very end, he gets I think he gets taken onto a Predator ship. Okay, and he's walking around the rooms, and he comes into a throne room where they have all of their trophies, and on the back wall is a skull of a queen alien, queen oh, okay. xenomorph skull. Yeah, and and they don't even it's it's like even a little almost out of focus, but they're like oh, that is and right, then like right. sure it is yeah these things hunt aliens too, and yep. then that just caused boom. Yeah, people freaked yeah. out, and it is. It's and a very cool crossover. I, it's I, a I very. Did, I don't have all the movies up in front of me. What was the first time in a film that Alien and uh, Alien vs Predator happened? I think uh, I'm going to take a look here. Alien AVP. Oh man, they don't have it on this list. I think it was 2012. No, that, that was can't the be first that late. crossover. It can't be that. Well, because there were well, video. There games were the video games. It. Yeah, hold on. Let me. And that's, let me that's take why a I was curious because. And while while you're looking at that, so when I was oh the up, sci-fi movie was 2004, the first one, okay. the first abomination. That's probably when I but had seen it. The move, the games. I'm gonna find. Yeah, you. Yeah, uh, the, the games I have, uh, I have pulled up. I mean these yeah. these games, especially the. I mean this list is so long, but the um the versus predator ones. I mean I'm looking back all the way into into the 80s here. Uh, let me see. That's just aliens. I know. Real, real thrilling. Guys yeah, we're looking at the air. But the but, thing is, it's it, we bring it up because I think Alien versus Predator is one of those successful. Ninety three was the first 93. game. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, was I think it's one of those first successful, which might have been right after Predator 2. That right. might have followed that. Yeah, uh, it sounds about right. But um, it. It's one of those few and far between successful crossovers. I mean, you can do it with comic books like Batman versus Superman. That's easy. They're all, you know, in the same world, whatever. But when you're like two different aliens from two very different types of film are then met up saying they're connected. You're like, oh, okay. It's like, yeah, it's like Freddy versus Jason. I'm like, all right, I still haven't seen, but don't. I mean, it's just (laughs) like, you know, it's as dumb as it sounds. Well, and the the thing (laughs) is, like, there have been a slew of alien and predator video games. I mean, mm-hmm. I, because they're I, great. I lost track <laughs> as opposed to it's cool. Cause you can play as either aliens, predators or the, or the humans. I've actually, I've never Colonial played Marines. one. I've they're never fun. played, the, but the, the thing that stands out, I mean, while we're sort of, I guess on the topic of video games, the, the standout title in the past, you know, however many years has been alien isolation, isolation. which yeah. unfortunately I still haven't played. I've watched a lot of gameplay for it though. That game looks terrifying. It'll scare the poop out of you, they it's, say. And it's 
And I would love it. Have idea, they done a VR remaster? Because that would be great. There is, I believe there is an Alien VR game. I okay. don't know if it's, I don't know if it's isolation or not. Hmm. Um, that'd be a great one for us to play on the YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, that would be. Um, but no, it's, it just, it, it looked incredible and it really built up that sense of survival because a lot of times you're not able to, you know, in, in the films, you're not necessarily able to just go and, you know, brute force your way through it. You have to have an element yeah. of running and hiding. It's a cool too. The isolation. It's her daughter. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So a little spoiler alert at the end of the first film, uh, Ripley, uh, who is a Sigourney Weaver, right? She is able to fight off the alien, get onto a space, uh, an escape pod, blow up the Nostromo, which right. causes like billions oh, God, of dollars. My yeah. voice just cracked. Did you hear that? <laughs> she yeah. thinks she thinks the aliens on it. Of course it isn't. It's attached itself to the escape pod, but she is also able to then eventually jettison it out away yeah. out into space, killing it forever. Yeah. Uh, and what she has to do is because she's in this escape pod with no like navigation equipment, really. Right. She is now floating through space. She takes the cat who also survives with her. There's a cat. Uh, yeah. I yeah. It's Jonesy. Jonesy the cat survives with her. They go into hypersleep for 51 years. So alien. Wasn't it more than that? I thought it was like 57. It might have been 50. Yeah. 50. Yeah. I think 57 years. Aliens takes place 57 years later. She They discover her escape pod just floating aimlessly through right. space. They're like, it is honestly a miracle we found you. Yeah. Uh, of course, Okay, the Wayland Utani Corporation founder. Side note, Wayland Utani Corporation are the people who own all the spaceships in this movie franchise. Yeah. They're a unscrupulous evil space or- corporation. Because every sci-fi of film course. franchise needs They that. keep saying they're like, "Oh, no, no, go check out the uh, the the signal." No, it's really to they want what they want to do is take the alien and weaponize it. Right. So they keep right. sending crews out haplessly yep. and getting eaten. Well, and at uh, the yeah. at the be- at the uh, end rather of the first alien movie uh, Ripley was actually supposed to die. It was originally written that she was just going to be yeah. boop, gone. I love the idea of making her go to sleep. And I like the, cause yeah. they weren't going to have a sequel. I love that right. idea of just sending her off, just sleeping in space. But, uh, so the idea of, uh, that alien isolation game is in those 57 years, her daughter grows up, becomes a young adult. Okay. Goes out to try and find what happened to her mother. And, and then what she's, the, and then she, same sort of thing. Well, you know what? It, I, I believe she might also be working for the Wayland. My Utani vote is let's, let's download this game we and we'll play, play it. And that'll be, because who, you know, what's better than watching uh, your your podcast hosts get the absolute Scream. garbage Scream scared like out of them? Girls. Yeah, <laughs> and we will probably be screaming. But, yeah. but and that kind of leads into the, the my favorite movie is Aliens. Okay. Uh, so the, after the second movie, 57 years later, she just wakes watched. up. I watched that oh, for the first so time good. literally three days ago. And you, uh, you recognize um, uh, the... Oh, what's his name? Um, the lead guy, the main Marine, not Bill Paxton, but he, he survives with right, the other. He was in Terminator. He's, yes. He's yes. Uh, John Connor's father. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kyle Reese in Terminator. Um, yeah. And so from what I heard before I watched the movie, everyone was saying Aliens is the best one. Mm-hmm. The second is the best. It's my favorite. Uh, and while I thoroughly enjoyed it, I think my loyalties lie with the first movie still. Sure. Uh, I mean, and when I say it's my favorite, it's a very close. Yeah. It's like, yeah. App, like it just, was it was good but there were a few things the uh the guy the oh man everything's bad man bill paxton bill paxton uh in I, all of james cameron's movies they're very good friends really he's the very in the um, terminator the very first one he's the punk with the blue mohawk that the terminator oh, really? kills and takes his clothes yeah he punches him through um, the stomach and lifts them yeah, up yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, up at the griffith observatory yeah, um yeah. yeah i don't his character annoyed me a little bit and it and honestly it kind of just took me there were a few times when his character took me out of it a little bit um, well, Bill Paxton, R.I.P. 
Yeah. Um, tragically died during heart surgery, which is really weird. You don't hear people dying in surgery. Much I didn't know that. that. Yeah. Especially like celebrities, but uh, I think it was heart surgery. Yeah. Um, but way too young, under 60, I think. Wow. Um, yeah. He was young. Yeah. I and and nothing wrong, against but, uh, him as an actor, but like just he's, that he character. Was all, but that is him. I can tell why he was um, Hicks. I think he's sick. No, right. no, I'm or, Hudson. Um, Hudson. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's that character. He's kind of like the, he go, he shoots, you know, he go he swings for the fences right. as an actor. Right. He's, he's a very big brash. He's hilarious in um, another James Cameron film that he is in uh, true lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I haven't seen that. Oh, it's so good. And so funny. And, and I love true lies. And it didn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't like he was doing a horrible job or anything. It was just like for my personal tastes, I, and, and I get that way with any action movie, there's always one character that's sort of the the relief to an extent yeah. that I... But he, as a professional Marine, does not handle things well. Right. Now, there right. is a theory, and it kind of is a little fleshed out in Alien 3, okay. that if you get alien acid on you and it doesn't kill you, it drives you nutty as part of its... One of One of the things is... Because okay. there's a character in one of the cuts of 3 where he runs into alien corpse and he gets blood on him, but he doesn't die. Right. And then you see him again, he's like completely gone bonkers. Interesting. So it could be, I don't know if that's official. I could be completely wrong, but like that maybe is why he panics because he does get it on his arm, I think. And he has yeah, to wrap yeah, yeah. it. But I think he was like that beforehand too. Like he was, he little, was always making jokes. Yeah. And, yeah. He was a little nervous. Hey Sarge, how do we get um, out of this chicken shit outfit? <laughs> right. We'll bleep that. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of the game Starcraft. Yes, uh, which I've huge, huge alien references. If you click, you know, how you click on characters in those games, they keep talking. Yeah, yeah. they give all alien lines. Really? Uh, one of the pilot characters goes in the pipe five by five like the yeah, lady yeah. pilot. Uh, the the Marines say, how do I get out of this chicken bleep outfit? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah uh, all the lines because it, it was very inspired by alien, especially the Zerg. Right. Like their whole game yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, and it's clear to see, I mean, in so many movies and television shows, how far the reach of this franchise has gone. Uh, even beyond sci fi and horror, I mean, it's just in thriller. I mean, you can take so many things from the first two movies, especially, and it's like a masterclass in how to tell a suspenseful story. Um, well, they added a. Oh, it's kind of funny you bring that up, especially the, they added almost a whole new element of horror. Well, I, I, and I don't want to make less of this, but the writers said that it's not just scary being hunted by an animal that can right. eat you. The idea of being sexually assaulted by something foreign to you is horrifying. Right. right. That is just uh, as, you know, one horror that we have. And you, do, I mean, and you've seen that in horror movies before. Sure. But this is alien and this is not what you'd ever expect. And it will kill you. Right. The result right. of that. So it's this, this extra added, one more like, well, whoa, that's I think the, the, the mark of any good horror film is the ability to take things that are very serious issues yeah. and and embody them in a different way. Yeah. And, and uh, make them it, 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 it brings light to it. Yeah, absolutely. Be like, whoa, OK, in a whole different way. You'd never. Think. Right. Right. And, and I I mean, that's the mark of any good film, really. And but I think that's why they hired that artist. It would gave that kind of a dark, deep sexual look to everything. Yeah. It was really yeah. disturbing and physical, but like, yeah. but organic and physical. And you even see that stuff in superhero movies. Like yeah. we got more superhero movies after 9-11 mm-hmm. when and militarized superhero. Yes. When, when people were like, we need a hero mm-hmm. and then superhero movies. So you, you see that sort of trend a lot in oh, yeah. film and television. Uh, but I did want to also talk about really quick, um, cause we're, we have like this stopwatch, we have like an on screen stopwatch to like keep us on track for time. 
has we flown are by. <laughs> we are it not on track. <laughs> flown by. Um, uh, I want to talk we, we about, could talk about the first Prometheus. Movie yeah. Prometheus. Yeah. So what did you think of Prometheus? It being the first I, one. You know what? I enjoyed it. I know that's the unpopular having opinion. Having no context, you enjoyed it. I, having no context, I thoroughly, I enjoyed it so much that I went and I seeked out the other movies. And did you see Covenant? No, I did not see Covenant. Because it's interesting. You should see Covenant because okay. they, they take Prometheus and flesh it out a, and make it a little clearer and, and of a connection. Wrong, the, the, the effects in Prometheus were not great. No. And... The storytelling. I remember when the thing, the or the big alien at the end, started growing and growing and growing, like the, out of vaguely, it. It looked like yeah. tentacles. Weird. I mean, it's and... it's been so long since I've seen it. Uh, I've only seen it twice, I think. But it, it, I, all I remember though is that it was. It made me say, "Oh, what's happening in this universe?" It wasn't. I, I should rephrase it. It's not that Prometheus was great. It was that it was intriguing. It made me want to know what was happening. In the alien universe. Yeah. And I like the idea. It was a cool idea, too. There was still the Wayland yutani Corporation. David was a, a robot from the. He was uh, like a hologram. Yeah. Or, or no, not no, David. Was, uh, the 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 Utani guy was at actually, the very beginning. Yeah. Oh, that, uh, yeah. Guy Pierce played him. Yeah. yeah. The designer the, and, in that elegant room. It was and yeah. And he's weird. like a hologram so, walking around. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so David. It's kind of cool. It was still like that original concept of people being sent out into space to discover right. stuff. And in that the Prometheus, it's weird because they don't go to LV-426. They go to LV something else that's not the same environment. Right. So you're like, OK, it's not the direct planet. So we know it's not exactly leading up to the very first alien. Movie, sure. Right away. Sure. But there are so many connections like the jockeys, uh, right. there's a lot of visual cues too that you're almost like this is almost a shot for shot. Yeah, almost yeah. Take. But then you realize like no, those the jockey, they're still alive. Those big aliens and stuff. Right. It's cool because you're like, oh, David was sent out. You discovery like he's looking for a weapon, a weaponized alien right. organism. Yeah. And then I'll, I'm gonna do a little slight spoiler, not much for Covenant. Okay. Because it's it's you see his continued. Uh, or more of that, what he uh, originally on a mm -hmm. uh, the pla uh, planet, he had the, the race of all the jock the space jockeys. Yeah, he had like kind of conquered them with the first bio organic weapon that okay. was almost more like a flood from like Halo almost, if I can. Interesting. Okay. But then he kept developing it and calling people out in this bit, like right. tweaking it and harming people and developing it until it becomes the Xenomorph. And he, like, he's, he's basically playing, David is playing scientist. You discover that yeah. in Covenant, that he has been so he kind on of, this planet, just kind of like, he kind of Darwin the, uh, yeah. and has been developing it from this mass, almost like flash flood sort of type weapon yeah. to a, a hunting, killing beast sort of, which you start to see in Prometheus, you see right. something that's very close to a Xenomorph, but not quite there. Right. It's a little right. fleshier. It's a little weaker looking. It's like spindly. Yeah. At the, at the very end, right. When they're yeah. like, and that's what, kinda... another thing when I was confused, I was like, is the, the same thing. And then they, they, I'm glad they came out with covenant. They're like, no, that wasn't, it was, it was part of the genetic right. line. So covenant is, between Prometheus and Alien, it's betwixt it. I Ooh, think, betwixt. Oh, I, I like think that. it is. I, I I could be completely wrong, and Covenant could be before Prometheus. Yeah. but I, I mean, don't think so. We uh, the timeline's a little little hazy. Yeah, I don't. Know. Uh, well, since we're here, what do you want to see out of? Uh, let's let's go double fold. Double fold. Does anybody say two fold? Let's go two fold. What do you want to see out of the next Alien movie? And what do you want to see out of another Alien video game? Well. I think in an alien movie, 
we've got the we definitely have the technology now you got to do numbers so it's got to be i think closer to aliens so you've got to have okay. mo- mass yeah. amounts it, well it's i have a quick question for you sure we've got the big franchise avatar now well the one movie avatar right <laughs> the franchise that's been promised to us for the last 12 years or whatever you can tell the correlation of james camp the design it's i've almost, never seen avatar okay I, well I, yeah. I mean there are the you know like the people move or the 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 low yeah, power yeah, loaders. yeah i've seen i yeah. mean my gosh the ships everything is very you can tell yeah, militarized yeah. fighting aliens but uh so you can tell where james cameron's mind is um but uh, yeah i want militarized i would almost i don't know if i i kind of want to see i would like to see uh because I love the Sigourney Weaver timeline. Yeah. I would like to see a movie in between Alien 1 and 2, the colonization of LV-427, mm-hmm. all that stuff, all the families moving there, and then the terror taking over let me, let before me ask the this. Marines are called. Is, uh, is Earth gone in this? No. Okay. That's going to lead into something later. So, so, and then what else for video? There was a theory for the script too. Uh, Well, in Alien Resurrection, they're worried that uh, they're flying back to Earth and they're literally in its atmosphere crashing into Earth with an alien, a new alien on their ship. And they're like, we have to kill or else it's going to land on Earth and we're all screwed. Right. Uh, One of the original scripts for uh, the sequel to Alien Aliens, so technically Alien 3, would have been you realize Wayland Yutani is they're actually a little helpless on Earth. They've been moved out into space because Earth has become so militarized, they need oh. to compete with something else, i.e. aliens. Right. So they're like okay. a fledgling, weak underdog company. But they scrapped that yeah. idea, and I'm glad they did. I like the idea that Wayland yutani might be own Earth. Right. And now they have moved right. out into space. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I would, for an alien, more isolate, uh, alien game, yeah. more something like isolation, maybe okay. the ability to fight back, multiplayer, or like there was the Colonial Marines game that was it was, uh, I believe, single player, but you had a squad and you could command right. each person what to do. It just didn't work well. The AI was not there. They right. were trying to pull, I think, like how Rainbow Six games operate if you're playing single player, okay. yeah, which yeah. can be very awesome and tactical. But you, it, it's, it's a, for... it is a strong curve. You've right. Gotta be a good gamer. And it's if the AI's crap, it's not going to work. I, I think for me, because I totally agree. I think for me, I would want to see a similar thing out of similar i cannot speak today Uh, i would want to see a similar thing out of uh out of a video game and a movie and i want to see it on earth i want to see sort of that uh but not alien versus predator (laughs) no i want to see like sort of that like altered carbon future earth where everything's you know sort of risen and fallen a little bit and bring us even even bring us beyond altered carbon bring it uh if Altered Carbon and The Last of Us had a love child. Or like in like that Blade Runner future yeah, where it's just yeah. like industrial dirty. Yeah. Like, and maybe yeah. even maybe even post that where yeah. nature's taken over a little bit more yeah. and you're one of the few people left. And in the movie, that could be great because then you have this little squad of survivors yeah. that's trying to just survive. It's and like Planet of the Apes. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then in the video game, that opens it up to be something where you can play... Uh, either in a small group of people or by yourself. And you could be a survivor. You could be a Marine. It could be, be incredible if that was like, if it was this giant, giant map, I'm talking, give us a whole city, give us, give us New York city to scale. And like the outlying countryside. Right. And, stuff, yeah. and, uh, and give us something where, you know, you have to, during the day, sort of like forage and find your way to the goal, whatever the goal is, if it's to get off the planet, because you know, what happens at night. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mostly. Mostly mostly Um, they come out at night. But have it be something where you have the tracker and while you're, while you're running around, you can hear, you know, like the, yeah. And while you're searching for food, you might not even. How scary was that tracker? They did the first one. The dots are, it's coming right for you. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, we mentioned they mostly come out at night. Mostly spoken by one of my least favorite characters in the franchise. The worst. Newt. we we were laughing did so you, hard. Have you looked at her IMDb? Yeah. I, okay. So yeah, this we is did. in the, in the course of Zach and myself mocking child actors. <laughs> uh, she literally has done nothing. Zero. Else. Absolute zero. This was it. Yeah. And they, I don't know if she wanted to continue, but somebody swiftly put their oh foot down. Oh my gosh! Because she after is, that line is what did it. We were. She's we, a. She has a really good scream. Like, yeah. I think that's why they cast her, because she does it to, at the very beginning yeah. when her dad gets saved. She's, she's, like, ah! she's, she's a cute kid. You know, she, oh, sure. she looks like a helpless sure. little girl. Makes like, zero damn sense that she sentence that yeah. whole ordeal. But I, but. We, we seriously, Shelby and I lost it when she said that line. Oh, like, well, spoiler they, they for they Alien 3, she's dead in it at the very oh, beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> the very it, was beginning. Just, it was good, because she just goes, they, what was it, they mostly come out at night. They mostly come out at night. Mostly. It wasn't even, you're giving it too much emphasis. It was, uh-huh. they mostly come out at night. Mostly. mostly. And I was like, geez, yeah, like she is robotic at best. <laughs> South Park makes one of the two. Uh, there's an episode where Cartman saying they mostly come out at night. Mostly. It's, I can't remember what it was but, in context, too. But, but I, yeah. I mean, going back to the video game, though, I think that uh, apart from horrible Newt, uh, I think that it would be really cool to have that experience of. Yeah you don't know when the alien's going to be around the corner and you have to like actively try and find better weapons. Like yeah. eventually yeah. you get a smart gun. Okay. So in a, uh, you know, those, the big machine guns they had that like right. hooked up the arm. That's called a smart gun in an alien versus predator. It, it's called a smart well, gun because it tracks what if it, it will fall. It like auto aims. For what it. if we didn't even have that? I'm talking like, what if the only weapons left are like, the vintage rifles? Oh, like, like stuff from nowadays. Well, like, it would, or the, that's early on the vintage stuff. Cause then you have to start breaking right. into Wayland Yutani uh, buildings or stuff to get right. other, more equipment. You or, have to break uh, into you know, a I mean, if, if it could fit in the canon of it, yeah. make it in some like third world country. Well, that, technically it could happen nowadays. Yeah, exactly. We you could know, do, make it, if how do, oh, I, I take that back? They did that for AVP. How I say, keep it at least end of the 21st century. Sure. That's fine. Keep it. Near future, but and, like, and if I, it had that Last of yeah. Us feel, it wouldn't matter when it was because everything's taken back over by nature. Mm. Make it something where it's like you're kind of scavenging and scrounging. Because I really believe that we don't a real a, a bullet from our weapon, and I have to I'd have to watch AVP again how how they handle it in that because I don't think it would be able to pierce the skin of a. Well, but I mean, in, the, in aliens though, I mean they're just firing grenades. The grenades, but all those guns are like energy weapons, right? Those are like pulse rifles. Yeah, and it's yeah. like. They're using I mean, it probably depleted uranium but then, shells. But then and there's stuff a, like there's that. another another challenge. Then maybe it ends mm. up being something where you have to hide until you have to you, craft better stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. maybe maybe your character's a scientist. Whatever yeah. it is, I think that could be a lot of fun. And same for the movie. Give it just sort of this. Uh, I, I love it when a horror movie really closely follows a couple characters, and you really learn them and their story. Uh, so strong I, women too. Uh, this oh, has yeah, been the harbinger. Yeah. It's great that 20th Century Fox in two years had Leia. And Ripley, like these amazing, right. iconic sci-fi, not just breakout like female yeah. heroes. Yeah. Finally. In, yeah. And, you know, in storytelling. Um, so I think you guys, we're, we're definitely going to be running out of time. We on didn't this touch one. half of yeah. anything. We, we, we have so many more notes. I, hold on. You know what? Uh, please hold. I'm going to see. 
Because I took notes. Uh, yeah, there were notes taken. Uh, Anything we really wanted to touch on on this episode, or we can no, save it for the next one. No, it can wait for one. other episodes. It. it can wait for other episodes. But thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Remember to check out audibletrial.com slash franchise unpacked for, for your, your free 30-day trial, yep, and unmatched amount of books, audio, yep. or audiobooks, and yeah, it's and you get a free audiobook when you sign up. Yeah. It helps us out. Make sure you go to... Uh, audio or I'm sorry, audible trial.com slash franchise unpack. Yep. That helps and us then, out. Uh, it helps you out. It's great. And also check us out on Instagram uh, at yes. franchise unpacked. Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, we have a website. We do. And uh, we also wanted to ask you guys, if you can do us a huge favor, if you're listening to this right now, uh, the, the second this episode ends, pop over to iTunes. If you're listening on, you know, any sort of Mac platform, crash your car. Crash Stop your what you're doing. Yeah, if you're driving, wait. But uh, <laughs> but uh, if you don't mind giving us that five star rating yes. and a quick review, helps us out a ton. And subscribe to us on um, Apple Podcast. Yes, it's free. Does it? Yep. I'm subscribed. It's, it helps us out tremendously. Yeah, I, I didn't uh, realize how much subscribe. It, you always hear it and like following. Yeah, and yeah. it's it makes amazing. A difference. How and many we have the YouTube reach. now. Right now, we're still just uploading the audiograms, yep. but uh, over the next, uh, you know, we we kind of have a rollout plan over the next two three months of getting more content up on that channel yeah, other yeah, than yeah. just the audiograms. But we're busy. We're working on it. We're getting there. You can check uh, me out at the Dave of Wonders on Instagram. Yep. And I'm uh, at the Zach Rogers. That's Z-A-C Rogers, not mm-hmm. Z-A-C-H. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. We we just seriously appreciate you guys. We love you nerds. Watch out for face huggers. Yep. D- watch out for face huggers. Ooh, that's the scariest and, uh, part. Oh, yeah. I think absolutely. it really bothers me. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and we'll be seeing you guys next week. Take care, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. The next franchise we'll be unpacking is Grand Theft Auto. But in the meantime, feel free to drop us a line with any questions, comments, or future episodes at franchiseunpacked at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify, and be sure to share so we can keep these episodes coming your way. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week.